The business world is teeming with opportunities to succeed, and every day is a chance for the ambitious to learn, know and grow. Over recent years, we have built the greatest business journalist team in WA, delivering you the most trusted, comprehensive, intelligent and up-to-date news across every sector, every platform, every day. No fluff, all informative stuff. At Business News, we believe progress boils down to one simple habit. That is, what you subscribe to today shapes what you will become tomorrow. Subscribe to success. Subscribe to Business News. Visit businessnews.com.au forward slash subscribe for more information. All the latest business news from WA, delivered daily. At close of business, news briefing. Good afternoon, it's Matt McKenzie with the news you need to know this Wednesday, 16 November. Oz Minerals has placed its shares in a trading halt as it evaluates a potential change of control transaction. The trading holders fueled speculation mining giant BHP will return with an improved takeover offer three months after Oz rejected its initial $25 per share bid. Shares in Oz have spent most of the past three months trading above that level as the market had assumed there would be another takeover offer in the pipeline. While Oz rejected BHP's takeover offer, it has been looking for an investor to take a minority interest in its West Musgrave Nickel project in Western Australia. The Adelaide-based company made a final investment decision on that $1.7 billion project in September. Another high-rise has been proposed for the Scarborough redevelopment area, a part of Perth with a project pipeline amounting to more than $300 million. Investment firm Property Blue is proposing to build a 17-storey building above a three-storey podium at 291 West Coast Highway, comprising 76 apartments. Construction for the project, dubbed Brighton Apartments, is anticipated to start in early 2024. Brighton Apartments is the latest addition to a list of projects in the Scarborough redevelopment area, which sits within the control of the state government's land agency, Development WA. The development application, with designs by MJA Studio, was submitted to Development WA earlier this month. More than 500 people in Western Australia's health system spent thousands of days stranded in hospital beds because of a shortage of aged and disability care places. Auditor General Carolyn Spencer has painted a bleak picture of the bed block in a report which concludes the inability to safely release a certain criteria of patient is costing the state millions of dollars. Freeing up that capacity could potentially have provided hospital access for more than 14,000 more people and reduced the cost of caring for the long-stay patients by $71.8 million, Ms Spencer said. The analysis focused on snapshots between May 2021 and June 2022, revealing nearly 500 patients waited for NDIS or aged care services and spent combined 40,000 extra days in hospital after being medically ready for discharge. Ms Spencer was also critical of the Department of Health's data collection and real-time understanding of the issue of stranded patients. And finally, national shoe retailer Betts Group has been buoyed by the positive market outlook despite making a loss for the financial year. Sales revenue at the fifth-generation Perth-based business for the year ending June 2022 rose by $3 million to $48.3 million. The business had been hit hard by four months of lockdowns last calendar year. And coming up next... Business News Senior Editor Mark Byer talks about the recent changes in WA's accounting industry. Hopgood Gannon Lawyers is one of Australia's leading independent legal advisory firms. 
For nearly 50 years, our knowledge and expertise has delivered exceptional outcomes for our clients, giving them the most accurate, appropriate and usable guidance. We invest time and expertise to build trusted alliances with our clients and to understand their commercial drivers, which enables us to deliver over and above what a traditional legal firm offers. To find out what we can do for you, visit hopgoodganim.com.au. Hopgood Ganim Lawyers. Exceptional outcomes. Welcome back to At Close of Business. I'm Jordan Murray, joined by Senior Editor Mark Byer. Mark, how are you today? Great, thanks, Jordan. Big shifts the top data and insights list of accountants this year, Mark, and in the latest edition of Business News, you've written about some new data that we've got here. Uh, tell me what's changed for the sector in 2021. Uh, well, look, I love a good spreadsheet, and so hopefully all the people out there in accounting land uh, will also enjoy looking at the numbers. Uh, so we've been tracking the accounting profession in WA for many years as part of data and insights, and we look at a uh, number of people in accounting firms and we see who's growing and who isn't. The sector as a whole, we looked at the or focused on the top 20. Uh, they had about 10% growth in staff numbers, um, in professional staff numbers, to 4,400 um, in the past year. And then within that, Deloitte, they're by far the biggest firm in Western Australia at the moment, and they had another year of very substantial growth. And like many people in the space, it's a broadening out of what they offer. Um, so there's a whole range of consulting services that they offer in addition to those traditional accounting services like audit and tax and so on. Um, EY, they move back up to second place on the ranking, uh, followed by PwC and KPMG. But what also stood out was some substantial growth by some of the mid-tier firms, people like Moore Australia, Nexia Perth, William Buck, PKF. They all reported growth in their numbers. Let's shift focus now and take a broader view of the sector, given your extensive coverage, which you referenced there before. How have things changed throughout the 2010s for the sector? Yeah, I go back a decade and it's fascinating to see just how much things can change um, in this kind of space. Total number of professional staff has increased by about 70% over that period. So very substantial growth uh, for the industry. Over that 10-year period, Deloitte has nearly doubled in size. EY and PwC, they've both recorded solid growth. KPMG, on the numbers they supply to us, has actually shrunk in Western Australia over the past decade. Um, Another one that um, stood out, which I mentioned earlier, More Australia. They're well established now as one of the top 10 firms. Uh, That was built on a merger back in 2015 between the old More Stevens and the old UHY Haynes Norton. So now very much there in that top 10. And then looking at names that have gone the other direction, you know, I've got memories of dealing with the folks at Crow Horworth um, a lot in years gone by. That business is now part of Findex, trades as Crow Australia, but it's moved well down the rankings and there's a few other firms that have done similar things. So, you know, it's really been very significant change over the decade. Back in the here and now though, Mark, complaints of staff shortages uh, are beginning to sound a bit trite to me, if, <laughs> if you ask me, but I know it's some interesting commentary throughout your article about the issue, particularly as it relates to how it will affect businesses in the long term. It's still number one issue for most businesses that I talk to. So people are looking at you know, what can they do about it? How can they deal with it? For a lot of the accounting firms, it's a case of saying to their customers, we just don't have the capacity to do the work. So a lot of the accounting firms I've spoken to are turning away work more than they've ever done before. 
most businesses hate to do that. Uh, they'd love to take on more, but they just don't have the capacity. One point that was raised by Wayne Healy from Hall Chadwick was what appears to be a decline in the number of commerce graduates coming through the universities, um, perhaps tied to the absence of international students in recent times. That's making it even tougher to fill the positions that they have. Quite a few firms have established offshore offices, uh, particularly in places like Manila and Kuala Lumpur, uh, where they get people up there providing support to their Perth-based teams. Uh, One firm that's having a lot of success with that is More Australia. Had a good chat to David Tomasi, um, and he's talked about how they've got a very um, integrated structure between the two. And in contrast to many of his competitors, David said that he'll never turn away work. Uh, They always find a way of getting it done. And a key part of that is that increased capacity to take on extra people up at their office in the Philippines uh, to do the extra work that's available there. And some of their competitors who've previously not gone down that path, RSM is a notable example, they've said to me that um, RSM nationally um, is now looking at that possibility of setting up an offshore centre to provide support to the Australian business. One other fascinating little snippet that David Tomasi shared with me is that when they bid for work, what they're finding more than they ever have in the past is a lack of competition. Sometimes they're the only firm bidding for work, and that's quite extraordinary. As is usual with firms targeting growth, there appears to be a concerted effort by some to make a play in the corporate finance space. Uh, Tell me about that. All the significant accounting firms, you know, mid-tier and certainly the big ones, offer corporate finance services, but there's been a push to have dedicated specialist staff in that space. The latest one to move down that path is PKF, They've recently hired Matthew Hall. Uh, Now, he's a guy who's previously worked at uh, the stockbroking firm DJ Carmichael and KPMG before that. Uh, So the goal there is that around him, PKF in Perth is going to set up a dedicated corporate finance team. Uh, One of the competitors they'll be up against is RSM. Uh, They, in fact, added to their team last year when they recruited Craig Amos. So they've now got three partners in corporate finance at RSM, And uh, their managing partner in Perth, Alastair White, said that uh, that's been clearly the strongest performer across their business um, over the past year, Um, doing a lot of work in M&A, capital raisings and so on. Um, And then another competitor in that space, BDO, I think amongst the mid-tier firms, has clearly been the market leader. Uh, They've got a really good track record of substantial transactions that they've worked on, Um, but it looks like they've got more competition coming their way. There's also been some consolidation among mid-tier audit firms. It's a space that I must admit I'm quite unfamiliar with, Mark. Could you explain what's happening on that front? I think there's a growing realisation that to operate effectively in audit, you have to have a you know, several partners and a decent-sized team. You know, one of the key requirements here is the rotation of audit partners so you don't have one person auditing the same company year after year after year. Um, And you need people so you can achieve that rotation effectively. The latest firm to move out of that space is Butler Centenary, a West Perth firm. Their audit team has moved up the road to another West Perth firm, Dry Kirkness. Pascali Centenary said, look, he sees it as a positive for his firm uh, because it allows them to focus on areas like business services and the private client market. 
and conversely, it gives Dry Kirkness um, a more substantial audit practice um, that allows them to operate effectively in that space. There was a very similar move last year. Uh, Bentley's, um, another you know, what had been a much more prominent brand in the past, uh, they sold their audit practice to Hall Chadwick. Um, and in fact, through the fact that Bentley's is owned by ASX company Count Plus, uh, we can tell you they actually sold that practice for $3.9 million. The upshot is Hall Chadwick now got five partners in their audit team and well-placed to compete in that space. To read more on this one, pick up the latest edition of Business News or head online now to businessnews.com.au and scroll down to the Special Reports tab. And if you'd like to see any of the data referenced in today's podcast or in the article, you can head online to businessnews.com.au and click on Data and Insights where the accountants list is available to subscribers. Mark, in the meantime, thank you so much. Thanks, Jordan. The latest business news delivered daily. Subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. For all the latest business news, visit businessnews.com.au. This business news podcast is supported by Hopgood Gannam Lawyers. Our knowledge and expertise has been delivering exceptional outcomes for nearly 50 years.